cake for breakfast. I hope you guys missed us. It's been two days since you saw me, Jess. Yeah, Did you miss been- me? I miss you, and I'm upset that you have to leave early to go to a dinner because we need another like eight-hour podcast I session. Know. Let's, let's hope that this one goes through without any technical difficulties. And I am really bummed it's raining because I just came from the hair salon and got my hair highlighted and cut for the first time. Your hair in looks great. Thank you. And I was actually talking to my my male hairstylist during this, and he was talking about his worst date stories. And one of them, how he only had $500 in the bank and he spent $475 on this girl that he was really excited to meet. And as soon as she showed up, she was like, not what he had in mind. And she jacked up the bill to $475 in Detroit, which I feel like would be really hard to do. And it just made me realize there are some crazy dates that both of us have gone on over the years. Well, that guy's first problem is that he's a hairdresser. (laughs) And Detroit girls are tough. Madonna's from Detroit, I think. Like, there's like a tough, the girl's there. She's like, you know what? I'm going out with you. I'm going to do it upright. Interesting. Well, what is your worst and best dating story? Oh, my gosh. Living in New York. Best date, rather. In New York. Oh, man. I have so many best and worst date stories. The one that comes to, I'm trying to think, what comes to mind for worst my worst date story. Oh my gosh, I have it. It's like the most ridiculous. Like I've had some crazy, I've had some bad, but this is ridiculous. I, you know, in your 20s, I was out one night with my friends at a club having like a great time. And this like really, really handsome guy was hitting on me. And I'm talking like Adonis, this guy, just freaking gorgeous to look at. And then the rules in New York, like you got to date your age, you got to date your, all these different things. And he's like, I'm I think he was a couple years younger than me at the time and I was like no I don't date younger and he was like so persistent and cute I was like whatever we'll keep chatting I gave him my number left early we planned he called me in the morning wanted to go on a date on like a lunch date and I was like fine you know cool I like meeting new people we go out he comes and picks me up and that's right at the time you know the city bikes were starting to boom in the city sort of like the mopeds right now it's it was like the (laughs) moment of the city bikes and he comes to pick me up in my building we were biking and I'm like I'm a pretty athletic girl but like this guy was being slow and he like biked up to me. I was like, I'm so sorry. I actually just came from another girl's house and I'm like really worn out from the night. I was like, excuse me? (laughs) So what did you do? Did you like still have the date? We were biking, but then we sat down to lunch and I just ordered, but I wanted to be, he's like, that's probably TMI, right? I was like, yes, honey, that is TMI. I'm sorry. (laughs) Did he sit down with you and have lunch or did you say goodbye? I mean, I wish I had. I probably just wanted my lunch paid for. I was like, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I I approve, I approve. And what about your best date? Best date? Or most date. glamorous? I feel or like you must glamorous? have so many glamorous dates in your I have, lifetime. I've had some fun glamorous dates. I'm trying to think. My most, oh my gosh, my most glamorous date was this one date I went on. It was the first time I'd ever gotten a diamond. What? And I know, very wait, glamorous, wait, wait, right? Wait, wait, wait. How many dates did it take for you I to get a diamond? I think this was like date three or four, <gasps> and we went to this really fancy, there's different levels like glam- glamour in New York dating, right? Like there's a typical Wall Street guy, and you can tell what kind of date he's going to take you on. It's like the <laughs> fancy, they, you know, a really bougie guy sends car service to your house picks you up takes you to the greatest restaurant on friday night but this guy was different he was glamorous but just this night in particular was glamorous i went to the washroom came back and he had like dropped this diamond necklace on my plate and i was like wow this is like pretty amazing it was the first diamond i'd ever got i was so excited so that's probably the most glamorous Holy one I've shit. had. Okay, yet. that's a tough one to top. Fancy restaurant, think, fancy wow. outfit, the whole thing. Oh my god. Okay, I need to maybe go back on those dating apps. I'm gonna start swiping on Hinge as we continue to talk because I think that sounds 
pretty amazing. What would be your worst dating story? You've I I know your dating stories. You've had some <laughs> really crazy ones. Uh, oh yeah, actually, you met one of the guys that I met randomly. The LA um, guy. In Cal- yeah, in California. Oh, he was cute. It's his birthday today. Oh, I hope he's not listening. Out. Is this best uh, or worst date? No, no, no. That was that was a good date. date okay. Uh, but I'm saying neither. <laughs> neither. Um, I'd say my worst date. I was away, just getting really bored. Like I wanted to date someone. I'm swiping. There was this guy, and he doesn't have his last name. Doesn't talk about like what he does. You know, this is you, worst date. This is the worst date. Okay. And you know, like when you're like, okay, like they're either like super successful or maybe their job just like makes them cover up all their information. Well, let's break that down for a minute because there are the mystery guys. That's like the all of hedge fund world type guys. Those guys like never post pictures. They like don't really post anything except for their school, their job title and you know, their height if they can. But it can also go the other way where you're like, okay, are they a total creep or even are they real? Are you gonna get catfish? Or is it really because of the job? But I decided he was So you met him on an app? Met him on an app and he's like, Let's go to Shake Shack. It seems wait, like you wait. really love burgers. You went on a Shake Shack first oh, and that, date? Literally on my on my app, I say my dream date is a Shake Shack date in Madison Square Park. <laughs> oh my gosh, girl. We need to raise the bar a little bit no, there. No, that's like easy. Like, I like constantly see mice outside of that Shake Shack. I can't stop. even, I can't oh even God, go I into Madison place. Square. And rats, <gasps> that's like the rat park. Wait, it's it. funny because after our, sh- when we shot the last episode, before it extended to like eight hours, I was going to try to go to Shake Shack. Oh my gosh. The one ridiculous. right in Madison Square Okay, Park. I'm interrupting so you. I need to hear the end anyway, of this story. Anyway, we show up and he's like, sorry, I'm running late from work. I sit down and I'm like trying to figure out, like I figured out like the first letter of his last name. Then I find like a last name and I'm like, he could either be maybe in finance, like at a hedge fund, maybe politics. So I Google him and all of a sudden it says like former Trump campaign person manager gets fired i'm like oh wait, man wait, no, no 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 way that's not him there's no way and <gasps> i know I who like, it is there's allegations against him and then he gets fired there's no real reason i'm like there's no way and so i look at his picture and i'm like hmm, we'll see and then probably a minute later he sits down i'm like holy shit it's him oh my god no wonder he's like hiding everything about his life so we get our burgers i order burgers fries and a shake i also needed some wine to like handle this conversation try to dig a little bit deeper um he goes on to tell me he eats 21 burgers a week and he loves food and oh my god this is roger stone isn't it and i was like okay that's cool <laughs> that's great like i love to eat but i also think it's kind of gross when you don't take care of your body and like shake shack three times a day did this guy walk to the date with a cane and circle glasses Ooh, i was like i, I expect him to be a little on. heavier actually but whatever it was fine <laughs> i just felt very uncomfortable and then i finally realized like why he was hiding everything he tried walking me home and then I hid in a store for 15 minutes, the Lululemon right on Fifth Avenue until he disappeared and then I went home. Oh my God, that's ridiculous. So I, was just like very I can't awkward. believe you. Like you're in your 20s. You're a gorgeous girl. What are you doing accepting dates at Shake Shack, girl? Jeez. What? I'm, you know, yeah, you're, you're right. I like my fancy. I know you're high low, but I could see you taking a limo to Shake Shack. <laughs> well, I can't so maybe see that's just... why it was my worst date, Jess. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so Dish, what's your best? Her, my best. So there was a guy who is also not into social media. Uh, maybe that's a Those red guys flag. are the best, though. I'd love the mystery. But, and so this is a good thing because he's probably not listening. But he like would always like reach out when he was in town. And then we meet up and he was like, hey, like, do you want to come to my castle? I'm like, what? Wait, what? We're like having a casual drink. And not only is it like just a castle, it's in Switzerland. And so I went to Switzerland to stay at his castle for a weekend. There was no social media posts or anything to talk about, but it was 
freaking amazing. I'm gonna need you to roll back here for a second. So you're sitting in New York City in the United States and this guy is like, yo, let's go on a first date to my castle. So I knew him like friendly. It's kind of like, oh, we're kind of friends, but like kind of not. Oh my god. And so he's like, yeah, do you want to just come like casually? And I was Stop. like, Stop. wait, what? Like, what is this? And I show up and I'm like, holy shit. I didn't know you then. So was there like a butler and a maid and like yeah, the they had whole, whole night? team. Yeah, for And they said lunch. no pictures when you're there? So yeah, it was a the whole Daryl was like they're super private no pictures no videos he's still a good friend still in the still good still friend. The <laughs> welcome to today's episode of cake for breakfast cake for breakfast is a mix of the news you need biz stocks and tech and the news you want celebs gossip and beauty Welcome to Cake for Breakfast. Today on the show, we're talking Elon Musk getting ghosted, Rihanna's newest beauty move, and Kanye's tweets. All right, we have a great show for everybody today. Thank you to all our listeners once again for coming back. We really appreciate the support. Again, if you can hit subscribe on Apple and follow us on Spotify, you are supporting the Cake for Breakfast show. So thank you so much. Britt, are you ready for our first story today? Please give yes. it up. Our first story is an update on the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard oh, yes. libel case that is going on in London right now. And literally every day in the news, we both are obsessed with the news. That's obviously why we're doing a morning show. But it's just like one thing after another, like shots being fired all around with like the gossip coming out of this thing. So I think we are currently in week three, wow. I believe. Yeah, I feel so like we've week- been talking about this since about Johnny Depp and Amber for months now. Yeah, for longer than they were married. Yeah. <laughs> but the stories just keep getting juicier and juicier. And guys, I'm a person who has been following celebrity culture literally my entire life. I remember being like eight years old at a ball game and my mom bought People magazine. And I was just like staring at it through the plastic to see who was on the cover. Like I live and die for Celebrity Gab. And to be honest, not in my entire life have I seen a story that's just so insider with the A-list crowd. So that's kind of what's made this pretty exciting. And what makes me really excited about it is Elon Musk's yeah. deal in all of this. He seems to be coming up a lot, eh? I like, know. Yeah. So, and anyways, what bad I, boy <laughs> for being a little nerd. <laughs> well, what I really like about the story this week is it's like pretty vulnerable, and we are both hardcore Elon Musk stands on the show. But the interesting story coming out of the courtroom this week. A lot of allegations against Amber Heard for the extramarital affairs she was having while married to Johnny Depp. And, you know, we've had names dropped like Elon Musk, Cara Delevingne. I even saw a headline this week with Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't, I'm not sure what the connection I mean, was. He, I could see that. I could Why see not? a little Just hook up there. She seems a little out of his age range, but I could see him. But anyway, these text messages, they were going through text messages because the lawyer was looking at Amber basically being like, you call your husband crazy. Like, look at all, like, because I don't know what happens in these cases. They just must have to hand over their phone. Like, I delete my text like everyone, right? You do? So, I don't. I feel like everyone has their moments of deleting text here uh, and there. Oh, shit. Maybe I need to. I don't know. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> But they have they go through the whole courtroom, which is like the entire media right now, goes through the messages between Amber and uh, Elon Musk. And Elon like really reached out. And at one point, like she truly ghosted him and he was coming back at her again and came back a couple times. And she was like, don't come to me like Johnny's too dangerous. Really? Like that's what a girl does to ramp another man up. Right. Of course. And honestly, you know, those guys where like they. The ones that you really like don't really like you. Yes. And the ones that like love you, you're like, get away. I'm not interested. Yeah. I feel like this is kind of one of those stories where Elon's like, I like you. I love you, Amber. And she's like, okay, cool. This is a little too much. We only ever like the guy.
guys that we're obsessed with we never like the guys that are obsessed with us yeah it's it just like, doesn't go down it's that so way it's so fucked mentally yes. I'm like why don't we love guys <laughs> who love us like this doesn't make sense like I even went on a socially distant date a few weeks ago at this point and he drove upstate we did a hiking date and he packed a picnic oh that guy was obsessed with you and he was so nice like he had a great resume like seemed like this perfect guy and when as soon as I met him I'm like ooh like I'm not that physically attracted to you or like there wasn't that sexual chemistry but he he packed our meats in one zippy ziploc no can i can i shut this down right now so cute i have a rule against the guy who does the picnic date which is obviously a very popular date in new york right now like there hasn't been a restaurant open until a couple weeks ago any guy who's done a picnic date with you is doing a picnic date with other women. Are you I, kidding? I know this. I have friends who do it. Right, I, know this. I don't feel too bad for ghosting. Anyways, so he, so she revs him up and says like, Johnny's too dangerous. Don't come at me. Like, don't talk. I can't talk to you. And Elon's like, Amber, I will do anything for you. I will hire 24 hour security if you want to be with me or if you don't want to be with me. Like, Ooh. she just got this guy wrapped around her finger. Wow. And yes, did they start dating, you know, afterwards? They had a bit of a relationship. They were, they were in, I think they went to Australia as well while she was filming Aquaman. She was like the love interest in it so he went down there it looked like they were spending a lot of time together but like elon was not chill he was Damn. like he's a billionaire like you know just not getting on the board and sorry elon he hit his four quarter growth or his four quarter profitability with tesla today and he didn't make the smp yet so not yet we'll follow that story but what yes. i love about this is that elon musk is incredibly busy building his rocket and the tesla company <laughs> getting an smp list yet he still makes time to go after Amber or whoever his love interest is. And I think that just shows for me, my learning lesson on this is when a guy wants to get to know you, he's going to find the time. And if Elon can find the time, any guy can find the time. Oh my gosh, Brett, you totally broke through something. <laughs> that is so true. And Elon, Elon strikes me as a relationship guy, right? Like he's, he was married, had five sons with a woman that he met in college. Yeah, he's he had, like the six on the way with his baby mama. He doesn't, he's been out and about in Hollywood, but I, yeah, he does strike me as like a relationship dude. Well, if uh, he wants a seventh, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a gorgeous baby. What is Amber Heard's secret though? How does she have this kind of power over men? Like what, what is she doing? Ah, you know, I need to study her text messages. Maybe how she reels them in with her her words. I have no idea. She apparently severed Johnny Depp's finger off and called Ew, him a fat old what? man. Like, yeah, she's a... I honestly think she's a little crazy, too. She's a little crazy, so we're here to support you. Okay, I mean, she can keep looking beautiful. I'm going to tell you, quarantine has definitely changed my beauty routine, and, like, I give zero fucks right now. I'd Whoa, say, like, dropping F-bombs. Pilo's <laughs> letting loose. <laughs> Three things I haven't worn all of quarantine and really don't miss are a bra heels and i haven't worn an ounce of foundation i feel like bras are getting canceled honestly because it's like the sweatsuit look right now foundation (laughs) yeah Yeah, you have an angle on foundation i really like well i mean i think i'm not the only one because the skincare category is skyrocketing and skincare company tula posted a 400 percent increase in april sales wait tula is makeup or skincare tula is skincare Tula Skincare. I've seen it on Instagram. Yes, they, they, they brand their heavy there, whole yeah. like pitch is that they work with influencers between a hundred thousand to five hundred thousand following, and they use social media to get their new customers. But music and now beauty mogul Rihanna has caught wind of this trend and dropped her new campaign video for 
Fenty skincare line. Fenty is badass. Like she did a fashion show with all the Victoria's Secret models or something yes. last year. Did you see it on yes. Amazon Prime? I believe it was like it's got edge that brand. LVMH owns it, which is totally awesome. Yeah. And only in 2018, she pulled in $573 million in a what? year. They Fenty only did. launched. That was within 15 months of launching. A general company, it takes about five years to see any ounce of profit. Here is the question with something. When, when I think of this, I know she puts a ton of effort in. Like that fashion show was incredible that they did. But is this another story of a celebrity just slapping her name on, on the work of somebody like you who's an up and coming beauty entrepreneur? Is that part of it? You're like an operating person. I don't believe Rihanna is calling up <laughs> factories looking for distribution deals. And like arguing on ingredients and like, dragging her knees on everything. Because Skims, I remember, Skims, somebody pitched Kim. (gasps) And then Kim just slapped her name on it, and now it's the brand of of Kim Kardashian. So that generally drives me crazy because to start a company... You need time, you need resources, you need money. And this is th- these are all resources that they can all get with a snap of their finger. Yes. And, but I will say that Rihanna is one of those exceptions. They generally, as celebrities, will do a black label where they essentially slap their name on a product, like you said, Jess. That's but what a black this label one is. Is she really pushed because she could never find beauty products that worked for her. And so even Fenty Beauty caused another brand like Tarte to get canceled because Fenty launched, I think, 48 foundation shades, whereas other brands only launched like 12. Wait, I know Tarte. Tarte got canceled? It got canceled. Their whole, they had to shut down their entire launch because of this. And I think that's great because there's so many people who have all different skin tones, whether you're super duper light in the middle or if you're really, really dark or even, even my Asian complexion, I have more of a yellow skin tone. And so it just it's really hard to find makeup that works on different ethnicities. And she's been this, she's been able to use her fame to create a line that people with really dark skin tones or people of all ethnicities feel comfortable and amazing using. I don't really know actually Fenty, to be honest. I know KKW does that with her brand. She has like a hundred shades or something. And yes. so that's sort of Rihanna's angle as well as having every shade. I mean, for now everyone. everyone's doing it, but I feel right. like Fenty did a great job when they first launched being very mindful of that. And that's right. probably how they got acquired by LVMH so early on. Oh, please. They got acquired because Rihanna's a billion dollar yeah, industry. Yeah. But, but that, now she's yeah. doing the skincare. So now she's going to skincare and you can kind of see it's similar to how Kylie Cosmetics started with the lip products and going to cosmetics. And then she transitioned to skincare and especially with COVID not knowing when it ends it's a really smart move on Rihanna and LVMH's part to go into skincare because we are seeing as a whole people are spending less money on cosmetics and eyeshadows and colors because there's no events or no real dates to go on so now we're seeing more and more skincare I put on my like mascara to see you like no one's wearing mascara on it, working in their apartments working in their offices everyone's just like going good skin yeah now zoom has the pretty filters you don't even need makeup so. and actually I get lasers on my face now and since then Ooh. you don't even wear foundation after them Ooh. like you just that's like the whole point of them jeez man Louise. I wonder if my dinner date is still on this is crazy oh it's a dinner date no 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 with my two friends, friends. okay yeah. okay okay <laughs> I wish um so we love this story yeah, and I think, and but just to show you, like, I think I'm really proud of her, well, I, whatever, whoever is behind this brand, 
This is cool to see them go into skincare. I think their branding is super on point. So I'm excited to see what the packaging looks like. But just to give you insight, so I'm currently developing products on my own. Oh, and, yeah, I want to get into this And this spread. is not something where I can be like, oh, let me just pick that and put my name on it. And I know it's going to be making $570 million Excuse in a year. Excuse me, you are Brittany.low? Come on. But that's the thing is like, that's what's so hard is that now brands are so easily wanting to invest in people like a Rihanna or an influencer because they know it's going to help sell but it makes you wonder like is it really as good of quality as say like an estee lauder where they spent years and years and years researching different ingredients and understanding that the products that they're formulating i'm currently working so generally what happens is you have an idea then you have to find a contract manufacturer to help develop this formulation that you're thinking about and i've just gone through this not even a month ago where i was begging people to work with me. Like, I was like, can I please give you tens of thousands of dollars to work with me? Some people are like, "Uh no, thank you. Bye. And they're not even nice about it. And so that's one issue. You're begging the manufacturer. You're saying, because I remember you were telling me about you're doing research around Drunk Elephant and all these really cool brands because you want to be at that caliber with Mm -hmm. your product. You're saying you calling up these factories, distribution centers saying, can I be a part of this? And they're turning you away. So it's almost like I want to be a paying customer to them. Like, can I please hire your services? And they're like, um, actually, no, we don't think you're the right fit. Goodbye. Oh, wow. And then you never hear from them again. And so generally when I see people black label, which means the formula is already created, the packaging products already there and you just put your name on, I get really fired up because it's a lot more work than just that. Do you have an ego against partnering with a celebrity? Like if you found the right fit, would you want to do that? Or do you want it to be about you? I honestly, I'm not about, like I don't want a name to carry me on because I think that goes into our next story where if you work with someone, you can't control that personality. And once they go off their wagon, now your entire brand that you've spent so much time and energy and effort building could fall apart in a minute. All right, guys, for our next story, I think it's important that we address the Kanye tweet storm because who would we be? What kind of morning show would we be if we were not addressing sort of what is taking on all the headlines? So Kanye, as we know, is manic, has manic episodes, has these, you know, Twitter storms. Everybody in the media mocks it up, laughs at him, you know, does these jokes. And Kim Kardashian, for the first time, came out and said, look, Kanye has bipolar, as a lot of you know, and I just want everybody to give him space, let him heal, let her family deal with this. And I think what really got, I mean, he's saying this this time around, he's really going at it. He's going after her even. He's saying, I've been trying to divorce Kim. Kim supposedly <laughs> met with, this I kind of, this is sort of on a funny track, but she apparently met with this other rapper at a hotel in New York for a meeting. And Kanye's like, that's not cool, Kim. He's my bro, but that wasn't cool of her to do that. And I kind of love the Kimness of it being like, my husband's bipolar. He's bad at me for eating out with another man. And what the Kardashians do really well is instead of going to news outlets to release their stories or their opinions on crazy situations, they bring it right right back to Instagram. She released her first public statement about Kanye's bipolar disorder right on her Instagram stories. And it was a beautifully worded message. Yes. And it made me empathize with Kanye and her. Yeah, we all empathize with Kanye. He has mental health struggles. He's dealing with a lot and he clearly, you know, needs some kind of help. But I'm a little, I'm just a little bit disappointed in him because I am like truly at the core I bleed business, right? And I think about this deal that hundred something like a hundred million dollars just went into paying for him to essentially what you you're saying earlier to black label, right? Kanye, come put your name on our brand and make us famous. For Gap, 
Get for Gap, right. And when he came on, Gap shares were soaring like 20%. Everyone was super excited about it. He started doing these rants and the market doesn't care about mental illness. The market doesn't care about any of this stuff. And all of a sudden the stock was plummeting. It was down almost 10% while he was tweeting. And it just kind of sucks. Like that's people's jobs. And it makes you feel a little bit like everybody, these big companies put so much faith in just a celebrity, right? They don't put the faith in their workers or pay that. No one, no one at the Gap factory is making a piece of the hundred million. <laughs> They're being paid pennies on the dollar. But Kanye comes in and Kanye's Kanye, but just something about it strikes a wrong chord with me. But Kanye is not just a personality. One, he is, anyone who follows him would know that he's pretty uncontrollable. So they should have known before they entered into this deal. But I love as crazy as he is, I truly think he's a genius. What Me he's too. done with the Yeezy brand and who he's brought on his team, like he is thinking outside the box every moment of every day. And so I honestly think like here was Gap where, yes, they have high quality products, but they're like a fading brand. And Yeezy and Kanye, that was the perfect partnership to keep them relevant. Granted, the issue when you work with a a personality is that you can't control them. And therefore, if they do something crazy, the big brand that's partnering with them also has to take the hit as well. But I do think that once he gets the help that he needs, withdraws from the presidential election, (laughs) sales will go back up. We'll see what happens. I think he's going to do a great job for Gap. I just... I was just disappointed in him for going after that deal because a lot of people were really excited about it. He actually took the place of another black designer that Gap was very close to Two, signing yep. with. I saw and that. And so I just hope that he doesn't screw it up because I think this is a great opportunity for him just to have this opportunity to partner with a brand like Gap and take it to the next level and show how amazing minority entrepreneurs truly can be. So anyways, before I get too heated, our next story is again about beauty, which I'm obsessed with. One of our recent episodes, we talked about how beauty influencer Jeffree Star got booted from his deal with Morphe, which is a beauty retailer. And they have now just announced that they are instead partnering with TikTok's biggest influencers, the D'Amelio sisters. Charlie D'Amelio is TikTok's most followed creator, and she's going to be launching a makeup line with her sister, with Morphe, which will estimate bring in about $35 million based on their past collaborations. All right. And once again, for anybody who doesn't know any of those people, those are that is a Gen Z audience, but yes. where we love the connection to business and to make up with these people. The cool thing about TikTok is you can really be on it for many age. You can be Gen Z on it. There's adults on it. There, my age, everyone kind of loves it. There's uh, there's great videos, great content, great stuff for everybody. Yeah, growing up, I'd always be embarrassed when my dad picked me up from school and people would see him. And now people are like, look at my mom, look at my grandpa. And so it's cool to see that culture where kids are excited to show their parents and how cool they can be. Yes. Um, but what's interesting about this deal is that you have these TikTok stars who, I mean, TikTok as a platform, I think is still trying to figure out how do they truly monetize? They make so much freaking money. I still don't understand how, um, but to put this into perspective, Morphe and these sisters are creating a brand that will bring in about $35 million a year. TikTok gets nothing, not a cent from this. And what happens is normally a brand will pay these influencers a certain base fee, and then based on the revenue, they'll get an additional percentage. And so this just makes me curious how TikTok's going to handle this moving forward to see if they can get a piece of the cake. All right, keeping with the TikTok theme here, because literally that company is just dominating the news cycle. 
TikTok just announced that they will be hiring 10,000 Americans to work for them. And they're just, as we know, setting up the shop very quickly in the U.S. Now, there's a lot of controversy around this company. There's big CEOs like Bezos and Zuckerberg really trying to keep them out. And I don't know how easy it's going to be for the government to push a company out that's walking through the border with bags full of money saying, here's jobs for 10,000 Americans. But what I love is my friend has been hired. She works for TikTok and she's been hiring like crazy. She actually hired one of my other friends. And not only are they just hiring 10,000 people, my friend is making double going to TikTok. So, oh, so they're paying a lot too to bring people over. Yeah. And so these are going to be 10,000 crazy talented Americans that are going to be working for this company. Exactly. Well, it's exciting to see what happens and we wish them the best of luck. Yes, go TikTok. Play of the day is Indian Matchmaker. Now, Britt, did you like this show? I thought it was so cool. I, it's crazy to see how people are arranged to marry someone for the rest of their life. I know, right? Like, what I liked about this show is I saw that the creator tried to sell it in 2009, and I have tried to sell projects before. I'm very much in the producing space, and it's difficult to get something across the line. And most of us just sort of drop it at that point, and you move on to the next project and stop working and keep working at it instead of carrying your project around to try and get a buyer. This guy or this girl, sorry, moved it to a web series. I think they developed it there for a while. And then ensue Netflix just bought them out in 2020. And the concept is kind of cool. And honestly, being somebody who's dated for a long time, looked for the right mate, the fact that your parents like drop deliver you like three people to pick from, there's kind of a cool concept to that. Yeah, and actually one of my best friends, she is supposed to have arranged marriage. And I've never really known what that meant. So watching this show, I kind of apply it to her life. I'm like, wow, like, so this is what's going to happen. And it's crazy, but they do a lot of- Does she like the guy she gets set up with? She hasn't been set up yet. But even my roommate, she's Indian. So her mom's been like trying to get a hold of this woman in the show to set her daughter up with some man. (laughs) That's (laughs) awesome. So is she going to get on the show, do you think? I don't know if she wants to get on the show. She just wants a husband. (laughs) And what's, you know, what's crazy is that one of the- a girl I went to school with, she had about like a $40 million Indian wedding. Oh, wow. And these matchmakers- 40 million? 40 million. They had Beyonce perform. Oh my God. What kind yeah, of school is And so they take a percentage of the wedding costs. So instead of being like, oh, my fee to match make you is 10 grand. They're like, no, no, no. We'll do it for free. Oh my And gosh. then we'll take, say, 5% of your overall wedding budget. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Crazy. If you love what you heard today, please rate, review, and subscribe. And you can add us on Instagram at girlonthestreet underscore, at Brittany.low, and at Cake for Breakfast Podcast. All right, that's all for today. Don't forget to tune in Tuesdays and Thursdays for Cake for Breakfast. Go.